These are great chairs. Oh Nerd. I'm not a hater. That's pretty absurd. It is going to be a thing. Come on. Bad Philosophy, episode 19, recorded on January 19th, 2009. Ori Obama. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, Bad Philosophy. Coming at you for our third episode of the brand new year, and with a brand new panelist, actually. Uh, Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you. Go very ahead and introduce much. yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, um, I actually am not a student at Texas Tech. I go okay. to Texas A and M, so I guess we have an Aggie on board. We but, um, we forgive you. <laughs> thanks, I appreciate that. But uh, no, I'm just down here for the weekend, meeting up with some longtime friends. So. Good, cool. Yeah. Well, welcome to the the flatness that is Lubbock, Texas. Thanks. Yeah. Also on the panel today are our regulars, Kevin Saunders. You know him, you love him. And he didn't do it, you according to his t-shirt. And also, Matt Legler. Thank you, Stephen. Feeling a little um, bit better than last week. Uh, you're, oh, you're over your sickness, right? I can breathe, I can talk, it's wonderful. I, You know, breathing and talking, it's a good thing. I Those never realized how much I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I think everyone should make a regular habit of, of talking At least one of the two. Mm-hmm. You know, either yeah. or. Um... Yeah, I mean, probably if you're going to pick one, I would say the breathing because yeah, you really. Some I mean, people, the talking some like to be bold and <laughs> and go for something above and beyond. <clears throat> well, so um, if y'all are wondering, we're not actually going to spend the entire show talking about uh, respiration. Oh. We have a new president as of tomorrow, from our perspective. Yeah. Uh, president, new people in the future. Yes, you new people new in the future now. will have a new president. Uh, we are still stuck with President Bush for another. Mm, 12, no, 24, 24 hours, 24 hours roughly, less. a little bit less than, actually it is, it is less than a day until he's gone. Is that anticipation I hear in your voice? That is anticipation, and, and we'll get to that later, but uh, yes, 44th President of the United States, Barack Obama, will be Barack sworn Hussein in. Barack Hussein Obama. Barack Hussein, you say know Say the what? whole name. I, it's important. <laughs> can we say, can we say B. Hussein Obama? Like the, we can, uh, like some of the, but I just calls him Hussein. <laughs> will be sworn in tomorrow as our 44th president of the United States. Um, momentous day, the first African-American president, all that jazz. Uh, today being MLK Day, I f- found that quite a, quite a convenient timing. Oh, it was planned. Timing. Yes. Um, <laughs> the, the powers that be, the uh, New World Organization, guys in the black helicopters. It's a conspiracy. All together to look just perfect. Why do they have to be black, Kevin? <laughs> the helicopters? Yeah. Make some radar uh, invisible. And line of sight invisible. Why does it have to be about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why does so it always have to be trackable. about blackness, huh? <laughs> you got something against I'm black? Offended. <laughs> I could be black. And really, um, you could be. They don't know what you're we intend, I know. We intend today to, uh, to sort of cover the... <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever know. We intend to cover our individual thoughts on the inauguration. Yeah, what do y'all think about it? What do you... What do you expect it to be, and sort of just thoughts on the Obama presidency as it nears its first day? Matt, why don't we go ahead and start okay, with you okay, before good, you get because, sucked into your iPhone again? Well, I'm I'm thoroughly excited about the inauguration because of my iPhone. Uh-huh. Right, so here's the deal: <laughs> there's a service called UStream that provides live video streaming uh-huh. to mobile devices. So they've released a beta iPhone app. So you send them your unique identifier for your phone. And then they will take that identifier and create a, 
a like personalized private beta of the software for you. So you can run the application for Ustream on your phone and then watch the presidential inauguration live on your iPhone. Or, you know, a television. Yeah, which would make a little bit more sense, I think. Because <laughs> um, then you get it in HD and you can see every hair on our new president's I don't want to see his hairs. <laughs> I think you should grow a goatee. We haven't had a presidential beard oh in a long Oh my goodness, time. yes. That's facial genius, hair. Actually. Facial hair should come back in. Wait, like Abraham Lincoln type facial hair? Well, or what are we talking about? You don't have to pull the chin strap. I, I mean, think you should go dated. full on mutton chops, personally. Chops? You think Ooh, you dude, chops? I think, I think Obama would look fantastic in mutton chops. That would be interesting. Mutton chops were a big deal back in the day. I mean, we had the four or five presidents with chops. Yeah. Uh, who was the last president to have facial hair? Was it... Uh, uh, man, certainly no one in the 20th century... I'm trying to think the. I mean, I'm, I'm just going back. You know, you had Nixon, was it was it Teddy Roosevelt? Kennedy. Was he seriously the last one? Could have been hair? probably the big I bushy mustache. Yeah, the teddy bear. The yeah. Gotta love that is, him. That is very odd. Why have we not have presidents with Dude, facial, facial hair? Is out. Um, I, I I get flack for this for those of my for those people I know who are more fashion conscious than I am. Um, particularly like when I work in the costume department and in, in yeah, the theater. But, like, every show I've been in, like, yeah, this is, it's the wrong period for facial hair. Well, like, facial hair was big for, like, a brief period of time somewhere. And then after that, it's, like, 20th century, facial hair's out. Unless you're pretty a hippie. Pretty much, yeah. No, unless you're a hippie. That's pretty <laughs> much it. <laughs> well, see, I think, you know, new century, Obama's all about change, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, what bigger change could he make to the office of the presidency than having facial hair? That's like going backwards. He needs to get Going like, backwards to the future. Exactly. Maybe if he had like, you know... Hey, there's nothing new under the sun, right? You know, anything you can come up with has been done before in some iteration. Even sometime. that concept, episode zero. Exactly. <laughs> we, we talked about this on the show. So, But, okay, we need the girls' opinion, though, because the guys don't yeah, really Yeah, seriously, ma- what do you matter. think? What do you think of presidential facial hair, Jessica? You know, I'm not opposed. I'm really not opposed to facial hair. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a black man with facial hair. And that one's, that one's throwing me right now. Have you? <clears throat> uh, there aren't many. I know. Hmm. And now the Jeopardy song plays. Dude, Isaac Hayes. M- Mr. Oh, you know, theme Shaft, song to Shaft. Shaft himself, no, right? No, theme song oh, to Shaft. Right. I mean, he's known Shaft was played by a different man. Right, but... Who also had facial hair. <laughs> yeah. Isaac yeah, Hayes so pulled it off well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Escape from New York. You ever see that? Dude, LeVar Burton has a mustache now. He really? does? Really? Yeah. Have you seen his, his Twitter pic? <laughs> no. Yeah. Do you follow him on Twitter? I do. I, do. I follow LeVar. I, I got, mean, I got not... a retweet from LeVar Burton yesterday. You did, didn't you? <sighs> who would not follow LeVar Burton on Twitter? Well, if he'll I'm retweet me. Uh, someone without Twitter. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, but we digress. So how many, that's our job. Do y'all plan on actually watching the inauguration tomorrow? I will be at work, so yeah, probably Which is why you need an iPhone to watch it. That way you can be working and watch the inauguration. <sighs> Matt, we don't want uh, to encourage I work for the government, so I might be able to get by <laughs> saying, like, this is the future of my career. I need to know what's going on. Mm. I wonder if that would work. I wonder if Obama, Obama has an education plan, right? Has he talked about that? Before? Um, yes, he's oh, against goodness. vouchers. That's that's about as far as I've I've that's read. That, that's nothing. Uh, so I'm against vouchers. I need something to disagree with him on. <laughs> <laughs> how about foreign policy? Yeah, but foreign policy doesn't affect my future jobs. Okay. How about um, universal health care? Yeah, that affects me. Okay. What, I'm just curious. Like, what do y'all think of that? Universal health care. Paid for by the government, just like most I other countries like in the world. I don't like communism. 
<laughs> me either. I once had a roommate that told me that communism was good. I know. Is this still your roommate? Nope. Mm-mm. All right, just checking. Hey, just curious, just out of curiosity, though. Well, it's not full-on communism. No. Because it, it's more of socialism. It's it's communism. Fair is, enough. I don't like socialism. Okay, so you don't you don't like socialized medicine, specifically. I don't like socialized education. I don't like socialized medicine. Because we I already have a socialized education system. I know, system. and I have a problem with that. You're working for it, though. I'm aware. <laughs> I have a problem with that. Um, that bothers me, and I probably won't stay with it. It's okay, Kevin. You didn't do it. Well, let's let's go through the basics here. Socialism, socialism is government ownership of the means of production or of a a certain institution in general, mm-hmm. uh, like. For instance, ownership the, and control. Ownership and control. For instance, we already have socialized uh, banking to a certain extent following uh-huh. the economic crisis. Um, so how, if the if the government has established this policy already, and apparently the Bush administration is very comfortable with socialism, uh-huh. what uh, greater, what kind of a leap is there to just going, oh, okay, well, let's be fine with socialized medicine. No, that's, that's definitely true. It, it will be a very easy leap to make. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we with the government spending more money than they ever have before, um, you know, with Obama asking for $350 billion of the bailout money, you know, I yeah, he's going to do something with it. He's not going to just buy a new hot tub, which I'd be happier with. <laughs> um, or, or buy um, an insanely cool beard trimmer for his dude, brand you know, for his hair. Bra- dude, I, I want him to get that machine from the Jetsons that you just stick your head in <laughs> oh, and, it and just push a button your- and it oh. makes something brand new every time. The Jetsons have those? Yes. I yes, want they one. Do. Yeah, yeah. I'm missing out. No, or but- wait, wouldn't it be the Jetsons will have those? Jetsons were in the year 2000. Oh, the oh, okay. <laughs> in like an alternate reality year two thousand. I don't know. It was the sixties when they were made. It was the sixties. I don't know when the Jetsons it came was out. Sixties and seventies, I believe. Yeah. But you know, the Jetsons like took place in the year two thousand. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I um, think they were far, far away. Well, they they may they not have, they may not have been far, that far specific. But they but they had that. And anyway, yes. But but Obama is asking for three hundred fifty billion dollars of the bailout money for for what? He hasn't said. Okay. Well, to adopt his new dog. Oh, oh, a three man, a three hundred fifty billion dollar dog. That must be one pimping dog. And they're I'll adopting dog. it too from an animal shelter. I can so go find like two or three dogs to sell them for half price. <laughs> yeah, if that's if that's what he's you in the market what? for, I would sell him my own dog. For that <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, you'll be fine. Yeah, um, just buy, I'm glad buy I'm like not a, your dog. A, a, a diamond studded collar before he goes. Yeah, right. So, to remember you by. Yeah, um, Kevin, just a suggestion, real quick. Whenever you laugh, just lean away from the microphone <laughs> so that the uh the sound doesn't go directly into it <laughs> or mm. lean back lean back the joy of editing i know right they're, they're trying to make my job really hard by the way we've got uh, one of the most unique audio configurations ever <laughs> on this episode uh we've got you can't modify unique two uh two microphones going into the mixer right now we've got the uh the akg xlr which is very nice and the shotgun microphone um, and then we have Jessica on a fatality headset, creative fatality headset, going into my laptop, being recorded in a separate audio track, while Matt Legler records another audio track on his Plantronics headset in my laptop. laptop. Now, if you all recall, the last time we tried a an audio configuration similar to this was episode four, Ben <laughs> Diagrams, and the the results were less than satisfactory. However, not because of the separate track nature of the show, uh, merely because of the very poor audio quality of the microphones we were using. 
and the fact that Benjamin Brown doesn't really speak up too much. He's a quiet man. So uh, this episode, editing this episode will possibly be hell. However, I I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a couple of hours of hell if it means audio bliss for you listeners. Aww. Look yeah. at you being out I, I really you. care wow. about y'all. Except he doesn't. He really just wants to sound fantastic. And he's no, that's exactly it. There. Yeah. Uh, it happens. But it's okay. You benefit anyway, dear audience members. Mm-hmm. This exactly. not true altruism. You, you get kind of a uh, kind of a collateral Definitely. benefit, if you will. Yeah. Not damage, but um, whatever the opposite of damage is. <laughs> Benefit. What is yeah. the opposite of awkward damage? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the opposite of damage is awkward is silence. The opposite hey, of damage. over there. What? Oh. <laughs> What's the opposite of damage? <laughs> well, here, let me let me get on that. Oh, <laughs> oh fantastic! <laughs> you know what? Let me let me race you. I have, a, a, thesaurus. I have a thesaurus oh. on my laptop. No. So let me uh, let me see the opposite of damage. I'm just gonna think about this. This is this is very philosophical. You know, this is, I know this is mine a is going to be slower than yours, so I'm not even gonna put forth the effort. Okay. Now, are we talking? Are we talking damage the noun or damage the verb? Uh, damage the noun. Okay. See, damage the verb. I can get easier. Mm-hmm. I'm just using brain power. Uh, like I, to point I out. do not see an antonym for damage. Uh, the noun. Antonym for for damage the verb would be repair. Yeah. Um. We're talking about like the 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 opposite of damage as such. So mm-hmm. like this, there has been damage to this thing. Or this, this. Well, it's it's a weird situation because damage a noun is like something you'd say. You know, there is a there's tons of damage after a hurricane. Right. You know, so a reverse hurricane would leave tons of undamage in its way. <laughs> uh, but undamage is it well, feels no, like I'm, cheating. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying undamaged <clears throat> is a filler word until we find a good enough. Replacement. All right. Wait, what part of speech were you looking for? The noun. The noun. The, the, the verb an- is repair. Antonym we, of the noun. That one's the easy enough. Reparation. Reparation? That's what it, that's what it says. Way to go, iPhone. I know about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we are talking about Obama. We are. That's true. <laughs> so is... Hope. Reparations. Anybody, anybody catch that? Hold on one no, second. I'm, I'm going to adjust my microphone here. I made a pun. <laughs> well, Are you playing with words again, Kevin? Well, you know, I was just taking us back full circle. I am freaking punilarious. You just went there. Wow. <laughs> Did you know you were getting into this when you came to town? No, I, I honestly, I had no idea. I, uh... I tried to get her to listen to an episode, but she wouldn't. Anyways, so Sorry. Matt is solving the Rubik's Cube right now. One with one hand. One-handed. Except I gave him five minutes, and he's yeah. been going at it much longer. What did we decide? Okay, what did we decide okay. on opposite for for damage? Undamage? We just say should we just say undamage? I like and reparation. <sighs> so there, there. Mm. So a reverse hurricane would lead reparations in its wake. Okay, an anti-hurricane maybe. Anti-hurricane would, would be work good as well. What would an anti-hurricane look like? It'd be very clean mm. and slow. Would it be like a cruise? <laughs> like I just a, thought like of like Habitat for Humanity. Like, <laughs> there it is. A cloud of, of people with hammers and saws. Yeah. Exactly. Building like like just a just a horde of, of architects and builders. Nanobots. 
Yeah, nanobots. Cloud of nanobots okay. fixing things. Wow, like the like the replicators. Yeah, once we hit post singularity, that'll totally happen, dude. That will be so. So like, instead of hurricanes roaming the earth, destroying things, you'll have like these huge clouds of nanobots just repairing everything that leaving people have neglected. In their wake. Yeah, leaving reparations in their wake. So like, if you forget to retile your roof after the storm or something, these clouds of nanobots would swarm in and. Just fix it all for you. That's, That's fantastic. I, I like that idea. I love the future. Can we move there? Yeah, the I really want hey, to. Get, I'm, I'm only a time after you, saw you know, that. if you find a stasis pod, sign me up. Like I'm uh, traveling to the future. I mean, I'm okay I'm with the way slow. things are now, but I'm I'm satisfied. You know, like skipping every five years and just you know living a year and in each era or you something. Who knows what can happen in five and a half years? You can miss a lot in five and a half years. Well, hey, look, what do you think? What do you think will happen in the next four years? I mean, could anyone have predicted at the at the year two thousand when we we're or yeah, beginning of two thousand one when we were swearing in George? Sorry, Conan George O'Brien W. Reference. Bush. Okay, at the beginning of the year two thousand one when we were swearing in George W. Bush, who could have predicted that we were going to end up where we did in the next four years? I mean, well, to be fair, I mean, having a, a nationwide catastrophe. Is something and a you war. Don't really predict. Well, the <laughs> war is a result thereof. Partially. Maybe not a, well, not a cause, but mm-hmm. a result. Um, it was used as, an, as a reason to go to war. Right. Um, but, I mean, so that's one of those things that th- those are hard to predict. Um, now that we're in that, you know, it's, I think it's easier to, to predict, you know, potential solutions or situations that could stem from the situation we're in. You always start with the I, situation you're in. Yeah, I want to ask y'all, what do you think about that? Do you think Obama will actually make good on his campaign promises? No. Do you think we'll get out of the war soon? Do you think we'll have universal health care within a year? Do you think we'll, yeah. you know, do you think the uh, BCS will go to a playoff system? No. <laughs> no. Okay, so okay. Obama promise. Since, since we're Sorry. This. I'm the only sports fan, I think, that does not approve of the BCS no, no one serious? likes the BCS system. No, like the playoff system. You, you playoff don't want playoff the playoff system. system. They're student athletes, and when you put them in a playoff situation, I don't know. Okay, what about basketball? They're student know, athletes in a playoff situation, know, and they get just, along pretty darn well. I don't know. I don't know. I I had the opportunity to listen to the uh, Big 12 commissioner speak on this, actually, and he makes some very, very good points because he's been in at a school that has a playoff series uh-huh a non-bcs school and i don't know it just yeah sorry I maybe know. we should make it a, a democratic decision though <laughs> maybe we should have all Wait the fans vote on it democracy is a system that says that thousands of people or millions upon millions of people are smarter than one person yes let's think about that for a second It trusts the collective <laughs> consciousness. It trusts the collective consciousness of a group to you come up with something. You think a million people are smarter than you, Stephen? Collectively? Collectively? <laughs> no, that's trying to... You're trying to... You're baiting me. I'm, I'm asking a question. I'm asking a question. Do you think a million people collectively are smarter than you, Stephen? Yes. Do you think they're because more efficient than you? No. Far less... Of, well, at certain things. They're, they're going to be a, riots, yes, gonna be a lot more efficient. more efficient at, say, building the pyramids than I would be. But, but that wasn't a collectively – that was collectively activated. The intelligence behind that was one or two people. Or the collective knowledge of a few hundred who came before them. And then they had thousands upon thousands of slaves that yeah. made the pyramids. See, this is uh, – <laughs> 
it's the crux of democracy. It's a double-edged sword. Not only do you... It's a tango. For, for one thing, you get a defense against tyranny, essentially, by making sure that the majority is heard and not suppressed by the opinion of one. However, you do get when the majority is a bunch of idiots, the majority and, and the prevailing opinion becomes the wrong one. Yeah. Uh, Hayslip was talking to me about this. Uh, he said, uh, he was quoting somebody else, I don't remember who it was, but I'm going to quote him saying mm-hmm. it. He says that the great thing about democracy is you get exactly the kind of government you deserve. <laughs> um, That's which, true. That's true. There's definitely a lot of, a lot of evidence to that uh, in our country. Mm-hmm. One thing, we were talking about you know campaign promises earlier, and um, Zinni Jardin is a blogger for boingboing.net. Sorry, I'm looking at Stephen, so apparently I'm off center. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was, I follow her on Twitter, and she was doing some, you know, when Obama is president posts last night. Um, she did a few of them that were pretty good, but my favorite was actually not hers. It was a retweet that she sent um, from and his band, at and his band. So follow at and his band, because he's, or <laughs> she, is funny and intelligent, because he or she said... When Barack Obama is president, every Starbucks will have a pink unicorn that farts marshmallows into your cocoa. <laughs> um, and, Fantastic. And I certainly hope so. You know, that might, uh, that might actually resurrect the franchise right there. Are they dying? It's like Starbucks, now Star- with pink unicorns. Farting I thought Starbucks was flourishing. No. They've had to close thousands and thousands of their locations in the past year because of losses. Pretty heavy losses, actually. Hmm. Also, I think because of overexpansion, they uh, they overestimated the amount of triple mocha soy lattes that people actually were going well, to want. You don't need a Starbucks across the street from a Starbucks. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Having the Starbucks in the Louvre was nice. Granted, they charged me eleven dollars for my drink, but in the Louvre. In the Louvre. Oh, oh! I thought you went British and we're talking about the bathroom for a second. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, have an upscale bathroom with a Starbucks barista. Yeah, kind instead of, in instead of one of yeah. the attendants, you have a barista. Exactly. Like, trademark that now. That might be a little awkward. Put your stamp. <laughs> Next week, a Starbucks is going to pop week. up somewhere. Starbucks in the loo. <laughs> coming, coming to a loo near you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, anyway, what were we talking about? Predictions. Oh, oh yeah, what, what's the world going to look like in four years? Do you think Obama will get a second term, or do you think it will depend yes. on on how well he does? I think he will. Are we are we simply a uh, are we a two term nation now? Yes, we're not uh, used to just having one term anymore. Well, unless the president does really bad, we are no. Even if the president does really bad, we are afraid of change. Uh, I mean, don't don't pay attention to Obama. He was just lying to you. Um, uh, they, they, we say we want change, but but when it comes right down to it, you know, this year we couldn't pick Bush again. Um, right. But darn, uh, that's Jeez. <laughs> hey, he was working on it, but he couldn't get it through. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but um, it's one of those situations where you, I think, a large number of people want the evil they know, hmm. um, the devil you know, yeah, and so. I, I and it's not everybody. Um, otherwise, McCain might have won. But uh, boy, sorry. that would have been a different world. Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> but it was a situation where you know Bush got reelected by a pretty big margin mm-hmm. in '04, um, whereas it was extremely close in a 2000. 
because more people were just like, well, I know what Bush is going to do. I know what he's been doing. I can be right, prepared exactly. for that. But Whereas, you know, Kerry, all you know, he has a plan, but we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't know how he's going to be in office or anything <laughs> like that. So when you when you come to the end of two terms, you have a, have a closer election, a closer race yeah. than you do necessarily. Because I. I don't know about you, but I never really expected Kerry to win in 04. No. Um, All the Botox. Yeah, know. his face. Uh. <laughs> hey, but he's married to the ketchup lady. That's true. That's true. So uh, he can afford but it. That didn't, really, that didn't really help him much. <laughs> I mean, people like ketchup, but they don't like ketchup airs. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he'd started giving out for his campaign promises, it would have been like free ketchup. Oh, dude. I would have voted if for I'm him. president, I know a few people free that would've... ketchup. Yeah. yeah. I, he could have done it. He, I yeah. get free ketchup anyway. Uh, Dr. Oh, that's Pepper. true. Yeah, you can just you can pretty much just walk into anywhere and get the free oh, yeah. ketchup. Dr. Packets. Pepper gave away free Dr. Pepper for uh, Guns N' Roses finishing their album. Chinese free Democracy. Dr. Pepper everywhere. Well, it's funny you should mention that because the way they started it, like the, the promotion was like everybody in the country will get a free Dr. Pepper if if Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses finish Chinese Democracy before the end of the year. <laughs> um, they and... did. And the album was a bit of a flop, but um, Dr. Pepper was like, okay, well, we need to follow up on that now. So on this particular <laughs> day, we're going to open a website on which you can print a coupon to go to certain places and redeem your free Dr. Pepper. And and now, like, and, and they did, and, like, I, I was planning on doing it. It was November, like, 23rd or something. Um, but it was like when they made the announcement, it was like a month away. Mm-hmm. And so I forgot about it and I missed the date. But actually, um, like the manager or the agent or whatever of Guns N' Roses got really mad at Dr. Pepper. Oh, for, for shafting everyone? Well, for, for basically for shafting everybody and for taking the publicity of, of this new album coming out and, and just, you know, because they, they weren't at all involved with Chinese democracy. Right. Um, or, and it was not promotional. They were basically just, you know, banking on somebody else's promotional stuff. Um, and they weren't happy about that, especially when they didn't come through with it. Because I'm sure people thought that, you know, it was an interrelated thing. And so it made some, I'm sure some people did. And so Guns N' Roses looked bad because they didn't get a free Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and I want a free Dr. Pepper. That's wild. Yeah. I like free. But, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Barack How's Obama the Rubik's Cube coming, Matt? I'm, How's the Rubik's it's Cube It's really coming? hard for me to focus on what y'all are saying and at the same time solve the Rubik's Cube. So put down the I Rubik's Cube. I had high hopes for you, Matt. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not one to let down, okay? okay? So just don't worry. Just don't disappoint me. Don't worry. See, I was worrying about it, actually. If he if he hadn't gotten the Rubik's Cube done by the end of the episode, I just I don't know what I would have done Probably with stabbed him. Would you have yeah. actually... To begin with. Well, yeah. Yeah, just a beginning stab. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I've never been stabbed body. before. Oh, he just solved Success. it. Way to go. Fantastic! Man. Congratulations, Matt. Very Thank nice. You. Very nice. It took about twenty minutes, which you know is way faster than well, I could do. Because it. I, had, right. I was doing it with one hand, and I mixed it, messed it up on the last step because uh, I twisted it wrong, and then so I started over. Way to go! That's with what she said. <laughs> Thank you. That was, I so that was really <laughs> long and involved. That's what she said. <laughs> I mean, you just keep going further back, and it still works. <laughs> yep, 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 pretty much. With two hands. Say it. You can say it, Jessica. Twisted it wrong. <laughs> sexually? <laughs> yeah. What episode that was, was that? That was our New Year mom was sexually. Yeah. It hasn't it, caught it on. It kind of failed. It's, it's, it's no it thumbs up for slurpees. It's, um, it, it's more specific. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what she said. You can kind of bend it to apply to different yeah. things. And, and when it doesn't apply, it's funnier. But, you know, yeah. sexually? Uh, 
Uh, it's no thumbs up for Slurpees. It's not. Or it's going to be a thing. Tell your friends. Yeah. It doesn't really, doesn't really catch on the same way. It is going to be a thing, though. Thumbs up for Slurpees? Thumbs up for Slurpees is going to be a thing if I if I only say it more. I've been doing the uh, the you sneezed a lot, and that seems yeah. to be catching on actually. Oh, you I and I were doing it at Nats. Yes, yes, Matt. What I did... was sitting in my poli sci class. No, it was my history class, and a guy behind me sneezes, and no, like it was silent. You know, a two hundred person class, no one said anything, and he goes, "Whoa, uh, God bless me." Gosh, y'all are rude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> wow. wow. It, oh, did you turn wow. around and go, you sneeze? <laughs> I almost did. But oh. I was sitting on the front, so <laughs> it would have been awkward. But I so wanted to just turn around and be like, you sneezed. Yeah. Should I carry some of this lingo back to Dallas? Definitely. Okay. Whoa. I sir. think Matt wants the uh, Rubik's Cube back now. Can I mix it up before tough I cookies. hand it back to you? I hate tough cookies. I love soft cookies. But look, I just I like those ones that, like you get like at Walmart that have like the sour cream or whatever in them that are like like freaking like cakes. With do, the, do you the think the that says? Do you think that says some something about someone if they like hard or soft cookies? If that's like know. some sort of a uh, some What's sort like of a the psychological pull here. Hot or <laughs> hot? <laughs> hot or not? <laughs> yes. I like I like soft cookies. Preferably warm and soft. I, I warm agree. and soft is good, but if, I, if, even if they're soft, like even mm-hmm. if they if they can stay soft after they cool down, that's fantastic. You know you've got a good cookie. Oh man, that's that's yeah. like sweet spot right there with milk. Matt. Mm. Oh, um, definitely fresh out of the oven, warm. With milk, well, hard we, or soft? I think well, obviously soft. We have okay. a consensus, man. This is the this first is time ever on Bad Philosophy. I know. <laughs> Remember to lean back. <laughs> make it make it a reflex. You start laughing and you just lean back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like a horse. <clears throat> so we were talking about Obama, right? Somewhere back there. <laughs> I wonder what kind of Ob- cookies Obama likes. I think I he likes, think he likes soft cookies. cookies. Because he's a soft man. Wow, you heart. went there, Matt. Did I? He did. <sighs> Matt, um, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and apologize for, <laughs> for him, man, for Matt. Now, please don't kill us, Secret Service agents who yeah. listen to this podcast, or you know, any anyone who might have taken offense to that. I, I Wait, are just... you saying are you saying Obama's an Oreo? No, I just think he would like Oreo cookies. I looked at his Facebook page and it said he likes dark chocolate cookies. So oh. put two and two together. <laughs> Obama has a Facebook page? Uh, I don't think it's actually him. It's probably maintained by somebody someone else. Likes else. Cookies. Uh, they asked him once, and they're like, "Can we put this on your Facebook profile?" And then like, he's like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Yeah. He's got a Twitter account. You don't think that's really yeah, him? You think he actually Twitter? tweets? They, I don't they, think they they actually took away his cell phone. Uh, because took away his there was that whole phone? article yeah. about them taking no, away no, his BlackBerry. No, they didn't. Yeah. They did not take away but his BlackBerry. But they're going to. He won the fight against it. How did he do that? I I still think they're going to. Latest thing I saw. Latest thing I saw is Obama has won the fight to keep his BlackBerry. How does How does he win that fight? What was this fight about? Okay. Okay. Pretty much, they said it's like so easy to hack into. That's not true. It's because everything he sends on there, everything he sends on there, as far as email, becomes public record. Any oh. devices you use as president, any any correspondence you have as president becomes public record. Thank you, Richard Nixon. Right. Um, <laughs> so essentially, if you wanted to keep his BlackBerry, everything he does on there must go into the public, public record. record. So he could use it for Twitter, and that's like it. 
Maybe, yeah, but he, he couldn't use it like he's using it now for personal mm-hmm. correspondence because, I mean, who knows if, you know, that girlfriend from high school message him, messages him like, you know, hey, you remember that, that wonderful night we had? And, you know, and then Fox News finds that and they're like, look, Obama was a slut in high school, you know. Um, oh, you know he was a player. I'm pretty sure he was, but have you, I, have you seen the, the? I don't uh, think the nation is ready to realize that to to visualize their president as a player. Did y'all see the pictures of him? Did you just leave like a letter off of that word? Play yes, him? yes, I did. <laughs> I did, did y'all did y'all see the photos of Barack Obama <laughs> smoking pot? There are photos from him in college. That's fantastic. It's it's this like it's it's. It didn't get a lot of mainstream press pickup, obviously, but this woman is a, is a photographer. She's an amateur, photo- amateur photographer who took pictures of him um, in college. Because, hmm. I mean, he was, he was an attractive man. He is, he is and was back then, too. Did he know she was taking pictures of him? Yeah, no. She, he was posing for her and stuff. He okay. posed while smoking marijuana? Yeah. That's fu- and, and Dude, I mean, you can find these photos I, out there now. My respect for him went up just like yeah. 10 points right now. And, that is absolutely fantastic. And so he's not... He's not Pulled the Clinton. I didn't inhale. Which you know, <laughs> have, I done, have I done my theory on on that on BF yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. What do you mean? I believe Bill Clinton when he says I did not inhale. Really? And I'll explain why. Okay. I'll explain why. Bill Clinton was a fantastic liar. He could look at you in the eyes and tell you things that were not true. He could look at you and say, and you would believe I him. I'm not. Yeah, that's here. that's Frank Caliendo. But that's <laughs> he he. He was a fantastic liar because he was, he was such a good orator. He, he could speak. He had a presence. He could tell you the truth, whether or not it was true. <laughs> um, and so when this came up, he, he got proud of himself. He, 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 said, he said, oh, did, did, I, you know, did I smoke pot when I was, you know? And he's like, you know, I, I was there. There was pot. But I was, I was just trying to look cool, and I didn't actually inhale anything. So I can tell the truth this one time. It was this moment oh, of, of kind of I this see, moment yeah. of guilt. And so he told the <laughs> truth, and nobody believed him. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. The boy who cried pot. <laughs> yeah. But, but we know Obama smoked because we have photographs yeah, we have photographs. Of it. But still, I, I find that fantastic. Like. And and I really wish that side of his personality would come out more. I really think the the side that that he portrays recently is very fake, very very crafted. Politician-y. Oh, very very politician-y. And uh, one Do of the it. things I kind of asked or or um, suggested in my latest Daily Torito article set to come out tomorrow is that he just be honest with us and don't talk down because I, I feel like he's he's sort of doing that because that's what he thinks everyone needs to do to be successful as a politician or that's what people are telling him he has to do it's not true i i would really appreciate it if he was like yeah i totally smoked weed in high school and it was fantastic (laughs) (laughs) i mean and just just be out there with it because you know how do you respond to that he told the truth our society and he was proud of it america would crumble if he said that like it's not already (laughs) i yeah i think it's already a house of cards and we just don't want to call it that but I don't want him to see him become another card in that house. I want to see him just, just go up and, and, and whack the house and go, this is a house of cards, and we need to build an actual house. That's a good thought, actually. He needs to come in and lay a new foundation. Yeah. I mean, if, if, he's, if he's really the president of change. Change I can believe in. That's, that's change mm-hmm. I can believe in. As long as it's not towards socialism. Because mm-hmm. I don't believe in socialism. Wait, I, I want to be able to own my own gun. I, I think we're going to come around. Hmm? I want to own my own gun and my property. If, as long as he doesn't take away my gun or my property, I'm good. 
He's the government. That's what he does. He's going to get a lot of flack for if he tries to restrict gun ownership. It won't happen. The NRA is the second largest uh, lobbying organization in the country. Oh, yeah. Following the AARP. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. American Association of Old People. Is that what the R stands for? Nope. <laughs> That's what I think it should stand for. Sorry if my friend offended you. It's a silent <laughs> R. It's a silent R. A-A-O-P. Oop. 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 What does it stand or, for? As opposed to American ARP. Association of Retired Persons. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's just ARP. That would ARP, make sense. Which is the noise they make. Somebody's going to shoot me for that <laughs> I one. I know. Yeah. I'd really love to see. Uh, I'll put a poll up for our, our demographics. Like, if you're over 50 and listening to this podcast, you rock. That's that's friggin' sweet. Actually, um, that both my parents qualify. Okay. Well, um, and we do not intend to offend you. The AARP is a fantastic organization with wonderful <laughs> benefits for you. Old people. You. Older citizens of the United yes, States for, of America. For, uh, people that have been retired. For f- those 50 or better. Elderly citizens. We'll put it that way. <laughs> My grandmother had, a, had an interesting way of putting it. Um, I can't remember it. It was on her blog. Uh, um, yes, grandma My grandmother. Seriously? My my. Wow. 80-something-year-old grandmother uh, has a blog. Do you, go ahead and plug it. I don't remember it offhand. Oh. I've got it bookmarked. Does she use WordPress? I'm just curious. No, she's on Blogger. Okay. Well, it's so not she's bad. not a serious blogger. How often does she like... <laughs> Uh, she puts Hopes. up something every month or two. Yeah, I mean okay. she doesn't do it a lot, but she—I mean she's she's a very intelligent woman. She puts up very in, very interesting things. I, I did a column on this actually, mm-hmm. or at least it was inspired. I don't know if I talked about my grandmother in it, but she her some of her blog posts inspired me to write about blogging in my column. It's fantastic. Um, does she know what word to your grandmother? Yeah, does she know what podcasting is? I don't know. I have to ask her. I bet she'd did, listen. She I, probably she, would. Does she listen to? BF? I don't know. Hey mom, uh, tell uh, grandma to listen. You know what I'm talking about. She's going to get this. Your okay. yeah. All right. I, awesome. I, she listens to every, to every episode. And I haven't talked to her in a few days because we keep anyways, phone anyways, getting back on track. So yeah, NRA, second largest lobbying organization in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I, Matt, I wouldn't worry about your guns. Okay, so you're going to have your guns for a long time. As long as enough people have money that want guns, we'll have guns. Precisely, mm-hmm. and uh, it's. I think it's a self-reinforcing uh, paradigm. So it's never going to go away. Well, like well then it is. It is in the Constitution. Yeah, it is too. Yeah, and and the Supreme Court just upheld that mm-hmm. in D.C. So unless Obama wants to start slicing and dicing the Constitution, which you know Bush had no problems doing, um, I realize. You know, it's it's going to be extremely ironic. I think Obama is going to turn out to be less socialist than Bush. Yay! Yay! So, I mean, you're all afraid of socialism, but I think you're going to get the very opposite of what you fear. No. I think we might get a shift in socialism. Oh, a different, a different brand, a different flavor, if you will. Mm-hmm. I, I Way think. to go, Stephen. <laughs> I'm going to roll today. I like and the inside-out Oreo. I am Oreo. dropping, like, ending consonants. The uh-oh Oreo? Oh, oops. I don't know. I was going to say uh-oh. you're like... I thought it was an uh-oh Oreo. No, oops was all berries. The Captain Crunch one. Like, it, you know I had Crunch Berries? Isn't it uh-oh SpaghettiOs? <laughs> no phrase. Okay, but who eats they, spaghettios? Anyway, Kevin. I like uh, I like Chef Boyardee, Rav- Chef Boyardee ravioli. Actually, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, it's um, pretty good, and not as high in cholesterol as you would think. But sorry, no, you have. Uh-oh. I had no preconceptions about the cholesterol content of Chef Boyardee ravioli. Honestly, you had uh-oh Oreos, <laughs> which were the the white cookies with the black cream or the chocolate cream on the inside, and then you had, oops, all berries. 
which was, you know, there was an accident at the Crunchberries factory <laughs> that caused, I'm, I'm doing air quotes around the microphone, um, that caused all of the, you know, someone hit, you know, put, pulled the lever that controls how much berries go in all the right. way accidentally. And so they had all this all berry cereal, and so they sold it as oops, all berries. Oh, which and I basically guess- turned it into like, um, tricks. Yeah. <laughs> and they, I, they accidentally came up with a box for it. and You know, I, I might have to tell you a funny story. I because like funny stories. My mom has friends that are Amish. And, um, awesome. The odds of that. But we went up to Ohio when I was little, and there's this little country Amish store. And we all know the best part of Lucky Charms are the marshmallows. Come Obviously. on. Okay? And we're walking down the aisles, and I don't know <clears> if <throat> Amish people have the hookup or what. They had bags of solid Lucky Charms marshmallows. That's oh all it was. Oh my goodness! And you, but but it's not in like individual packing. It's like they packaged it in like you know when you're at like a farmer's market, like the clear bags. It has the weight and the you know mm-hmm. how much it is based on weight. And it sounds like a drug deal. I don't know. Seriously, they were the but coolest Amish people I've ever of, met. Of Lucky Charms marshmallows. Yeah. It was creepy Amish. Where oh do they have goodness. these connections? I have no idea, but I want them. It was we bought them, and but like, what do you do with? You them? know what it probably is. They they um they get their children to separate it out. <laughs> If we have any Amish Amish listeners, we would like to um, (laughs) ask you to contact us via whatever method, you know, email, carrier pigeon, whatever. Um, Carrier pigeon. What? They They don't have technology. They can listen. How would they even What if somebody else plays it near them? What if, oh, what if someone like listens to the podcast, goes into the Amish community and completely like retells the episode to the community? That would be fantastic. If you're doing that, we'll like... Give you a shout out on the show. I think so. Contact yeah. that, this us. deserves one. Oh, guys, you know, we should. Amish people in Oklahoma. They're not far from us. Oh, wow. I, I used to see Amish people on the road where I used to live. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, you know, going down the road. They're, they're around. Buggy. Like people. Like my sister, we got her dog from an Amish lady. So we, like, went to her farm last year. So I was on an Amish farm within the past year. Were they wow. making butter? No, they were not making butter. <laughs> 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 but I did go to an Amish farm. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know who's cool? Mennonites. What? Because they're like diet Amish. Uh huh. Oh, oh, Mennonites. I thought you said Meta Knights. <laughs> we had this conversation. <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> because there's the guy on Smash Brothers named Meta Knight. Right. And I always think Mennonite when I hear that. <laughs> I'm going to fight you. <laughs> With right. God. <laughs> so Barack Obama Anyways. is going to be president. Yeah. Tomorrow. What time's the inauguration? Uh, I think it airs at what eleven our time? It's noon Something Eastern. Like that. So it's it's going to be everywhere. Hours. Like you won't be able to turn on a TV without seeing yeah. it, most likely. This episode will come out before the inauguration, right? Possibly. <laughs> get on that. Um, you got you got less than you get. Yeah, but dude, I have hours. I have people to do things to see. Um, only. They came out backwards. Yes, uh, he's got people to see and things to do. Yes, <clears throat> scratch that, flip it around. Freudian slip. <laughs> it was, is that like a philosophy term? I don't know. Should we explain a Freudian slip to Matt? I guess. I guess. Um, dude, what would be great is if we could explain Freudian slips with Freudian slips. <laughs> Oh gosh! I bet it's been done. Um, it's I'm not bad. that clever in, uh, to come not, up with it on not the spot. On short uh, essentially, Matt, a Freudian slip is where you say something in a sexual manner without intending to. Not necessarily. Or you replace a word with a a sexual word. It's not always sexual. I think I think it's supposed to be though. 
It's like it's the original anytime. Freudian slip is mm-hmm. a well, sexual. Freud did enjoy talking about sex, mm-hmm. um, but it was a situation where now, and when if I use the term, it's when you're thinking one thing, and it has to do with something, and and you you want you mean to say something else, but there's a thing in the back of your mind that comes out, and it comes out instead. Like when Stephen said, "I have people to do and things to see." Right. He was he was meaning to say one thing, but in his mind, something else was going on. And in this case, it was arguably sexual. I'm sorry, I, I, we really we really need to do the uh, Stickam video again. It's really sad that um, people can't see what's going on right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. I'm let's just say. Uh, Let's just say there are some phallic symbol demonstrations going on. Um, just some stereo with, with plugs. The, uh, with the audio plugs, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would something. never suggest a girl come on, like, solely herself. Are you feeling awkward? You know, you're not the first. You know, I feel sorry for the previous ones. <laughs> um, we're Actually, we're normally not this Freudian. Yeah, um, this, is, this is a Freudian day. Anyway. Barack Obama will be president tomorrow. in 22 hours. If only he had a slip in his like, oh, address. If Obama has a Freudian slip during his oh, inaugural address. That would be amazing. Wait, so af- right after that, would it usually be appropriate for someone to say that's what she said? Often. Yeah, Biden, Biden will come up behind him and, and whisper in his ear, that's what she said. Oh, and then, and then Obama will just die laughing in front of millions and millions and of viewers. And then he'll be dead. And then Joe Biden will be president. Oh, heavens. Wait, why? Oh, he would. Oh, die. Yeah, that's true. That's brilliant. Wow. I think we should stop Biden before he does this. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't release this episode before the inauguration. Please edit. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I've already told people to... to oh, gosh. I probably shouldn't repeat it. It was back on no. episode zero. Go listen to episode zero and hear the horrible things that I said that will get me put in Gitmo. Uh, yeah. Um, Kevin is a horrible, horrible person. Really. Terrible. Absolutely. So you're in present danger. Mm-hmm. To the United of States... America. Yeah. Just <laughs> gonna let that one hang there. <laughs> hey, this is how Hello Every Welcome and One Too Bad Philosophy came about. Did you actually say that this time? I have Latin dyslexia. No, I say it every time. Don't you realize that? Well, I know you did, but like, I don't remember you saying it this time. No, I, I say it every time. Did okay. you say Latin dyslexia? Yeah, Latin dyslexia. He does not Latin, Latin conjugation dyslexia. Is backwards. Latent, latent dyslexia. Oh, yeah. It 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 like it hides and then it comes out the, at the most inopportune of moments. Wait, but so hello, every welcome. I would have argued is a Freudian slip originally. You think so? Well, I think you, you, you were just you were trying be, to say two different things at once. Maybe dyslexia is or Freudian slips are a manifestation of mild dyslexia. Could be. Speaking of manifestation, um, it's really sad that a lot of people don't know what manifest destiny is. Really? Yeah, because <laughs> I put like, up a like sign. Basic, you can't. You get that beat into your head by every single American. Well, that's history what I thought, class. right? But then I put up a sign on our door, me and my roommate, and it says, "We, the residents of Gordon Hall, our room number, uh, have declared manifest name? destiny on the entire complex." <laughs> and so we had a mom walk by and goes, uh, "Manifest destiny? What's that?" Oh. And we just stared at her. Oh, which wow. is actually yeah. how we succeeded in getting Manifest Destiny. <clears throat> uh huh. Because we would go, we have Manifest Destiny, and everyone who was living there would go, what's that? And then mm. we would shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we shoot them and take their it's life. It's the element of surprise. Surprise. Bang. Manifest. <laughs> You've just been manifested. 
Biatch. If only uh, that's three for today. Oh, he just um, did. I don't think that's what they did. I threw. Well, actually, with they the little like real. shake of the shoulders and. We ought to have like a BF gang sign. Well, you can just sign BF with the Steven, sign Steven, language. You're thinking too much. Um, I did that before. Okay, you said Kevin, that. come up with what do you think our our BF gang thinking, sign should look like? I'm thinking. All right, come next episode. I'll let you next know. Next episode, come up with it. I mean, the BF isn't bad. Like, what what's B? Should just do like. Yeah, I mean that's that would be a doable. sign language right now. Just to point out. Yeah, and yeah. B, B, oh, and F together. Signs. Yeah. Wow, this is the biggest group of white guys I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we do what we can. You obviously haven't been around many white people. <laughs> no, I, I go to A and M, so definitely not a very big group. Uh, <laughs> that's that's true. You do go to A and M. Largest public private school ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How's that going never, for you? I have never heard it described that way. That's that's rather it's better. Fantastic. It, is, it is much better. I actually love my school. Yeah. Sorry. Anyone I offended. Well, we kind of intended to say profound things on the show today, but it didn't happen. Um, It's okay. However, we said non-profound things with extremely good audio quality. Amen. So that kind of makes up for it, I guess. Maybe. So we, we actually have one more thing we want to propose to you listeners out there. We're, um, we never have a problem getting panelists, but we're, kind except of tired 11. of actually having yeah except for episode 11 the two of us um, <laughs> anyways if any of y'all have been jonesing to get your voice heard on bad philosophy we would love to see a tweet from you to any of us uh, at legmar at s torrance or at kevsond and uh, just tell us you know why you think you would qualify as a cool person to be on bad philosophy and we will possibly have you skype into a recording of the show because we really we want to connect with you out there uh, we feel like you know y'all are listening but you really aren't saying much to us we don't get many comments <laughs> on the website and the one comment we did get recently was on an episode that happened three months ago so um you got a comment we did that makes like three i think right is that, the is one that one not telling one by jeff mckenzie uh no k2 um two comments what was the, what was the most recent one? Uh, just a critique of um, pure reason. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it was—a critique of pure reason in a comment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. But anyway, yeah, tweet us, be on the show, be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this bad philosophy. Um, watch the inauguration tomorrow if you happen to, or today, or the today. <laughs> Which, whatever this episode happens to hit your ears. Send me an at reply on Twitter if you want to know how to get it on your iPhone. Right. And we'll be, uh, we'll be keeping an eye on Mr. Obama for the next four years. Checking him, balancing him, all that good American government stuff. Because everyone cares so much. Right. About checks and balances. Barack Obama is your new bicycle. <laughs> and on that wonderfully athletic note, <laughs> I stole that from a book. But oh, okay, cool. Which book? Barack Obama is your new bicycle. Really? Oh, go read it. Um, if it's on Audible, listen to it. If Audible sponsored it, us, that would be amazing. It would be amazing. <laughs> it would yeah. be. A th- it'll be a thing when Audible sponsors us, right? 
But yeah, if any of y'all want to uh, sponsor us, that would be cool too. Yeah, we haven't talked about our sponsorship deals, but oh, for a long time. Did you do you want to say a little bit about the uh, the fiasco that went on last week? Oh, yeah, yeah. I put a little bit of a to the punch. Right. We put um, a little blurb about it, but uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the story yeah, there? So I I was all, you know, high and mighty. I'm going to record an audiobook for uh, Cory Doctorow and release it via this podcast and get us thousands of listeners. And so I was going to write him an email. I was I was writing him an email talking about it. Um, you know, saying, "Hey, I love your stuff. I want to do this for you." Um, it's sort of a way of giving back. So I'm a poor broke college kid, so I can't give you cash. Um and I went to his website to check his email address. And first post on his blog on craphound.com was uh, you know, a, a re- press release, sort of a, a post about how he was starting up his podcast again. And he would be doing you know weekly or so installments of someone comes to town, someone leaves town. His <laughs> final book, novel that hasn't been podcasted. <laughs> So, um, literally, we were thwarted by the very man we had intended to... To help. To help. Um, inadvertently, of course. I mean, Cory Doctorow didn't, like, listen to the show and then post this out of spite. Although, if you're listening to this, Cory Doctorow, please send us a note. Right? I mean, we'd love to hear from you. Even an I'm sorry <laughs> would be fine. <laughs> because it really broke our hearts. And now we're back to square one on the whole uh, advertising thing. Sad We've got day. the Amish angle, but really, I don't think that's going to pan out very much. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Maybe we do something with corduroy pants, seeing as how both you, Stephen, and myself are both wearing them. That's fantastic. We are really coordinated today. Yeah. Corduroy-nated. Whoa. Fantastic. Thumbs up for Slurpees on that one, Kevin. Most Thumbs definitely. up for Slurpees. Well, we'll go ahead and have everyone sign off then. In the uh, reverse order that you introduced yourself, Matt. Thanks again for having me. It was awesome. You're I welcome. feel great this week. Good. We hope that you continue to feel great because when you're sick, we're sick. Oh, that means a lot to me. Yeah. Kevin right Saunders. Here. You can't get rid of me. No, we cannot. And Jessica. <laughs> Sorry, there's an awkward story. Like a book. Jessica's Um, story. (laughs) No, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm going to take thumbs up to Slurpees. Or four Four, Slurpees. Four Slurpees. Get it right. I'm going to take that to DFW. Sweet. It's going to blow up. It's going to be a thing in DFW. Thumbs up for Slurpees and Jessica. (laughs) Yes. I like y'all. Awesome. We'll see y'all next time on Bad Philosophy. My mom bought some toothpaste at Dollar Tree, uh-huh. and she thought it was approved by the ADA, so she bought, loaded up on it, uh-huh. and then I looked at it, and I was like, Mom, that's not the right logo for the ADA, and she goes, well, it says ADA, and I was like, well, African Dental Association. Really? That's Oops. what it said under it. Hmm. Oops. I was like, Mom, Yeah. I don't know about that. That ain't the same. Biatch. Man. No, Steven. Okay. Bad philosophy.com. I like y'all.